Hello, hello everyone, hello. Hi. Hey, you did it. You did it. This. <laughs> You're a pro. We should start paying you. We should start paying you money. I mean, you're not even getting paid for this. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not at all, I swear. I'll start paying me money. Welcome to Break Room BS, everyone. Yeah. We're here. Yes, we are. <laughs> I was going to say we're here, we're queer, get used to it, but they don't need to know about our personal lives. <laughs> and we're also queer. <laughs> hey, look at Sam Adams. <laughs> what's going on here? Hey, Sam. Hey, what's up, Sam? All right, we're going to, we have to finish the show, but we'll talk to you after. Yeah, you got it. All right. You got it, Sam. So this is the, so welcome to our show. We're gonna be talking some Ring of Honor in this show. Um, we're 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 gonna be doing Ring of Honor and New Japan, but we're gonna do separate shows in case you like only one or the other. Um, so we're gonna do it that way. Intros are fucking bullshit. They are. We shouldn't even. Nobody, do nobody sounds like that. Like what? Nobody, nobody sounds like that. Like if I'm addressing people, I'm like, okay, now we're going to talk about this. Your your day today, Dave. How was your day today, Dave? But this isn't a day today. It's a show. Yeah, but this sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> well, fuck you. You fucking say something, you bitch. Um. All right. I'm going to start talking about. The... So whenever you have day to day conversations with people, do you pull out your fucking phone and start reading notes? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. No, I fucking don't. Oh, that's weird. Because we do that on here too. <laughs> you dumb bastard. Um, you know, what I, you know, I, 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 so this is a very interesting piece of information. I think I might try to apply this in my life. So, um, this guy was saying how, um, whenever you're trying to like write, write something like an email or something like that, like the easiest way to do it is to stop fucking figuring out how to word it and just say it in your head and type exactly what you think in your head. Like he was saying how his wife like always has to do all these letters and things and stuff and she'll try to type it out and he'll read it and he'll be like, well, what the fuck are you trying to say? Like this doesn't even make any sense. And she'll just tell him and he'll just type exactly what she says. And then she's, he's, he's like, oh, she's like, that's exactly what I was trying to do. And he goes, yeah, because that's what you fucking said. That's what I typed up. I wonder if, like, you try to not overanalyze what you're trying to say, if it'll make more sense. Like, I'm going to try this when I do an email next time. I'm really curious about I'm this. I'm just going to start talking about what I want to talk about. In an email? What are no, you talking about? No, on the podcast. What? On the podcast. This isn't related saying, to the podcast. No, this it is. is. It's, it's important. It's equally as important. I'm gonna take your fucking your theory and apply it here. My itches, dude. I'm gonna see if it applies to other. Well, maybe not everything that we think about, like that. I mean, we don't have to instantly say, say that. But say what? Um, that your butthole itches. Oh, uh, I was, that was just something else. That was unrelated. No, I'm aware. <laughs> uh, I wasn't sure. Yeah. So what have you been doing? Our show is fucking did, great. Did you have fun this week? <laughs> did I? Did is that I? how normal conversation it happens? Is. Did you have anything fun this week? Yeah, if you're some sort of fucking douchebag. That's not nice. Um, I, I guess I watched some of this this these wrestling shows. Oh my god, no one cares. I saw Hellfest. That movie was really sweet. Was it? Yeah. Dude, I started reading Kevin Smith's uh, Daredevil run, which it's only like eight issues. It's not a big fucking story arc. But uh, I, I'm trying, like, really fucking hard to look for any sort of references to, like, any of his shit. Uh, and I can't really find anything. The closest thing would be, like, uh, I think there was a, uh, a reference to, uh, what was Ben Affleck's movie coming out? Uh, the, the one with the, 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 the janitor. Oh, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, there's a reference to Goodwill Hunting coming out, and I think that was just him trying to help promote his buddy's film. The one with the janitor. Yeah. The janitor movie. But that's the only thing I really got in. I'm looking for like some like some uh, what's that fucking restaurant's name from Clerks Movies. 
movies yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i was hoping to see like a movies in the background when daredevil's like walking by with his cane and shit well i mean he wrote it he didn't draw it did he no but he but i mean he can still tell the the writer be like hey can you throw in an easter egg for me and then be like yeah in here? that's put a movies in uh sorry can i ruin hellfest yet no no, no i think I, I i oh i want to see that i want to fucking see that shit oh. maybe i'll go see it what's what's tomorrow Tomorrow. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Tuesday. Maybe I'll see you. You work three Wednesday. to close tomorrow. Wednesday. You're off Wednesday and you work like one to close Thursday. Um, Wednesday. I think I'll see you Wednesday. So uh, here's something I want to br- I want to bring up. It kind of we were just started watching being the elite, so this kind of ties into that. But um, so you know how um, everyone's saying how like oh there's a possibility the elite could go to WWE, you know? Yeah. And like. And everyone's pretty much saying, like, if they, I mean, if they could get him if they wanted to, they could, like, pay him millions and millions of dollars and they might end up going because the bull club or the elite, like, the Bucks, and they're not going to turn down, like, millions of dollars, right? Nah. Well, I was thinking, like, that's not really going to happen. There's really no possibility of that happening. Okay, so think about this. I'm so, listening. Like, I'm listening. So this is probably going to ease your mind, too, of them not going. So, like, okay, so let's say the, the WB's like, we need to get the Bucks. We need to get Cody. We need to get Paige, Omega. We need to get all these guys. We're going to offer them all like $5 million each for their deal. And they're like, okay. So what do you think happens next whenever like all the guys on the current roster find out they brought in these guys who've never been there at this much fucking money? Think they're going to be cool with that? You don't think they're going to ask for way more fucking money? No, they're going to be like, what the fuck? Why do these guys get $5 million deals? Dolph Ziggler, I've been here for fucking six or seven years. I want what they're making. Everyone on the on the, on the the main roster is going to demand more money. And WB knows they're going to demand more money, and they're not going to want to do that. They'd have to make massive fucking cuts. Yeah, like cuts. if they paid these guys insane money, they can't just pay only them that. They're going to have to like raise their like money for everyone, and they're not going to fucking do that. They'd have to, yeah, they'd have to cut a lot of people, and then the people they don't cut give them raises. Yeah, and they're not going to do that. Like, that's why, like, that, that, there's no way that's going to happen. Well, that's, see, look at, look, you also have to look at it this way. WWE, how often does WWE, like, actually please the fans? Like, never? Never. So why would they bring in something that would please the fans? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> they're, ne- they're never going to do that. They're, they're not going to... Because I was telling two of this, he's like, I didn't think about that. But, like, yeah, they're not going to just start paying millions of dollars to people. <laughs> you know how much more money they would be losing a year if they raise everyone's wages by that? Like, all their contracts. They'd lose so much money. But, um, here's, here's, here's something else I wanted to bring up. I got some random things here to talk about. Because I feel like the Long Beach show is going to go longer than the Ring of Honor show. I feel like, wait, do you have a lot to say about this one? How are your notes looking for this? Do you're you're the leader, and I'm just the guy who who uh, I'm the colored commentator. That's not you can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. Uh, you're not even black. Yeah. That's oh wow. That's that's good. That's good. Gable wise. No, I'm just kidding. Jeez, oh. calm down. Except for that first match. That first match, I don't really have. It. I, uh, that's some good notes there, though. Um, so I, so I've been listening to this book. I'm going to tell you some stuff here. Okay. Justin Roberts is this fella. He was a ring announcer in WWE for many, many years. He released an autobiography, and we know you know how like I can't read, you know. So like yeah, you listen to like the audio books yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and the audiobooks are way better anyway. Because there's one point in his audiobook where there's this whole chapter about his dad getting cancer and dying. And, like, dude, it was brutal listening to him. Like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is so sad. I'm really, like, tear up. And I told Tito, he's like, nothing really stood out. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm listening to him fucking talk about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, so, apparently, apparently he, he goes in, I haven't finished it yet, but he goes into a lot of detail about shit in WB and did not hold back on stuff. And, like, specifically, he was bringing up JBL and all the shit that he would do to, like, bully, like, in the company. Yeah. Like, every time JBL would see him, he'd be like, so why haven't you killed yourself yet? <laughs> yeah. Like, he would constantly just, in front of all the other wrestlers, start yelling at him, degrading him, and calling him a piece of shit. And, like, <laughs> every time he'd ask Justin Roberts a question, he would answer. And, like, he's a fucking middle school kid. He would twist around what he said to make it sound like, you know what I mean, he's talking shit on people. That's annoying. Yeah, like, he would just look like that. He Looking, Justin Roberts had his passport stolen and was stuck in another country. And he never got it back. Like, these are the things that happen. And here's the killer. After that happened, when he got back, Vince McMahon fucking made a joke to him and made fun of the fact that it happened. It was encouraging all these things. Vince McMahon sucks. Vince McMahon, who's the, 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 the CEO of this company, with their anti-bullying campaign that they've run for years, is making fun of Justin Roberts for being bullied and encouraging it. Yeah. Like it's the biggest hypocritical bullshit ever. This is very surprising. Vince McMahon seems like a very straight shooter who would never nice lie guy. and never do anything wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would always talk about how Vince would like tell him to do something one week and completely forget and yell at him the next week for doing it. Like, That's I think he has stupid. Alzheimer's or something. But you know, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking maybe the elite should read this book before they decide to go to WWE. Yeah, because it sounds like I would never fucking work there. It sounds like a bunch of fucking bullshit bunch of bullshit. I can't imagine shit like that's happening now, though. I mean, in the fucking st- uh, technological age we live in, where, like, everything's, like, being fucking recorded Man, all the time. This was, like, 2007. Really? This wasn't that long ago. Like, 2005, 2007, but... Even well, between 2007 and now, I feel like there's been fucking leaps and bounds yeah. tech-wise. Yeah. Dude, like... like <laughs> Think, think of, okay, think of someone who has a lot of followers on Twitter that you follow, all right? Me. Sure, sure. In 2009, it was like a fucking news story that they were, they were fucking, um, I say fucking a lot, fuck. Um, <laughs> the, attention. Yeah, um, it was a, it was a big news story, the, the race to one million followers on, on Twitter between Ashton Kutcher, CNN, and Britney Spears. Who won? I don't know. That was a big story. Yeah, I didn't have anything. Yeah. You don't even know who won. How are you going to introduce us and not even tell us? Uh, I didn't listen All to All the that. listeners are like, well, I'm going to stop listening to this show and fucking look it up on go, Google. Go now. Google it. Well, it's not my, it's not my fucking you job. You lost all our audience. Thanks a lot. All of our audience. All one. You want to hear something funny? Um, why didn't I kill myself? Wait. Because of colored. <laughs> That's the punchline. Um... There is this there is this magazine article, uh, WWE magazine, right? In, in 2007, it was entitled "101 Things a WWE Fan Should Do Before They Die" or something like that, right? Did they kill themselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was number 101. <laughs> so, okay, so number one on the list is like, all right, what? Well, it's uh, it should attend WrestleMania. Like, all right, you know that seems that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Guess what? Number two on 101 things is. 
Uh, meet Roman Reigns. Uh, sin while looking at a picture of a WWE diva. <laughs> when is this? Dude, this is uh, their 2007 WWE magazine. It said the number two thing you should do is jerk off while you're looking at a WWE diva. Man. It really said this. Is, um... Like, what the fuck? Was Paige ever a diva, or was it was did she come in after that? I think she came in when there were still divas. Okay, she's part of the transition. All right, so I did it. And me too. <laughs> nice. All right, and I went to WrestleMania, so I did the first one too. Nice. You gotta do that one still. You ain't never I don't, going to WrestleMania in your life. I don't think any of the ones like coming up in the future are going to be good. So well, I'm, I'm probably going, going to, to WrestleMania soon. But that's only because it's going to probably be forty bucks, and <laughs> I'm just going to be in the area. Really? Well, I'm going to get really shitty seats. Oh, because you're going to be the at uh, the, show. the GA, the G1 Super the Show. The GA Super Show, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's when I'm going to be at the GA Super Show. All right. All right, uh, let's, get into this, uh, let's get into this Ring of Honor. Twelve minutes in. We haven't talked about one fucking match yet. Uh, we all, but we talked about wrestling, you pussy. Yeah, we did. It's a wrestling podcast, you jackass. Oh, my God. God forbid we talk about wrestling on our wrestling podcast about wrestling. All right, what's the show called? Kill Yourself Before Dishonor. Something like that. Yep. <laughs> You're, good. You're good at this. Uh, this what's is, our first match? This was, like, the or- this was at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, the September 28th show. Yeah, no one uh, cares about that. No, they do. Um... It was the uh, the first match was Jushin Thunder Liger versus Kenny King. It aired on Fight TV, and it did. Did not. You can watch it on Fight TV. I, I assure you. I did not. Twenty nine ninety nine. I did not. Did you Maybe watch it? Maybe thirty nine ninety nine. I mean, no. But you, oh. you. But you could have watched it on there for that price. Well, how do you know? It wasn't pulled the last second. You didn't was watch it? it. Was it? Was it? I don't know. I thought you were going somewhere with this, Smith. <laughs> no, not all at right. all. Right. Uh, or or on the Ring of Honor VIP uh, fucking whatever. Oh, shut up. Man. Oh, wait. Um, so Kenny's red carpet on the way to the ring was really fucking stupid. Did you see this? Yeah, I noticed it, and I was like, huh, I wonder if they're going to do that for, like, it was, I, thought, I thought it was just going to be for everyone, because wasn't he the first person to go in? Yeah, I thought it was for everyone, so I didn't really care. Gable. Boy, it, look, it looks really tacky. A big a bunch of just like red, like a bunch of fucking red uh, fabric from the store and laid it on the ground. Um, so they're selling like Liger is hurt. Uh, this is towards this is actually the end. Yeah, so they're selling like Liger is hurt, and King comes over to shake his hand like he won't do anything, but then it hits a spine buster, and then Kenny King wins by pinfall. The finish I thought was kind of lame. Like it was insanely obvious that King was gonna just do that and be cheap and attack him. Like yeah, you could really see it coming, and then and then to make it even more kind of lame was the commentators were selling it like it was the most shocking thing of all time. I'm like, it wasn't that big of a deal, guys. It was very obvious. I I may have actually like been like irritated enough with Caprice Cole, Caprice Cole, right? I don't know his last name. Caprice Coleman. Coleman, there, sure. Um, I I may have been irritated with him a few times to actually have notes in here about how irritated I was, but. I mean, dude, he just said some stupid stuff where I'm just like, uh, uh. I mean, he did say some stupid uh, things. I really only got a normal when he would yell. I think his yelling was getting annoying. I think his best, the best purpose he served was to make Ian Riccoboni look amazing, and he did. I guess he did. He did. 
And Ian Riccoboni just seemed like Ian Riccoboni to me. Ian Riccoboni seemed like Kevin Kelly compared to fucking uh, Caprice Cole. I suppose. You ready for the next match? The Ascension versus the Briscoes. Oh, yeah, that, the first match was two stars. Oh, Oh, okay. Two Gable, Meltzer, Dave stars. So the Briscoes, who are the champions, versus the Addiction for the ROH Tag Team Championship. Yes. Not the Ascension, the Addiction. Um, (laughs) Fucking jackass. So I really enjoyed the video they showed before the match with the Briscoes cutting a promo where they just took a shotgun and fucking shot an hourglass and blew it up. I can't remember the last time I've seen a gun in wrestling, even if it's on a promo. Nah, yeah. Something they kind of don't do. It kind of that caught me off guard. Yeah. I wonder if the Briscoes just shoot their own promos. Because remember the one where like it was again like for like when they were fighting the Young Bucks and it was like in their backyard and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like they just shoot their own promos. I can see that. I don't know. I guess they went and bought a giant novelty hourglass from the store or something. It can't be that hard to find. So I guess. So there was a sweet stunner slash neckbreaker combo on both Briscoes at the same time by Kazarian. That was a pretty sweet move. Um, the one point Daniels tried to kill himself. Though. <laughs> he did this like running, flipping dive to the outside and landed like right on his fucking back and head and didn't even like really. I guess he kind of hit the guy, but it looked like he power bombed himself to the outside. Um. Kazarian takes a urinagi on a chair that was set up outside the ring. It looked fucking painful right. as hell. Is that where he got the head injury? Is that is that was that the move? No, that happened before that. Whenever he grabbed like him that. for the urinagi, his head was bleeding. It, at some point, it happened before. I don't think they showed it though. I was actually I was listening to one of the shows I was listening to. They, they mentioned that I guess he took a chair shot off camera, and I think that's when it happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. um. That took him out of the match, though, so we didn't get him for the rest of the day. Yeah, it was two-on-one on Daniels for the rest. So was he, he was, like, legit out of the match then, right? I mean, he no? wasn't, like, really hurt. No? No, it was just part of the... Because, well, I didn't know if it was, like, bad enough where, like, they had, like, he, like, was really hurt because he still had, like, like shit on his fucking head yeah. for uh, the Long Beach show. No, I think the the whole point of the Uranagi spot was to put him out of the match. That's, okay. why, they even, that's okay. why they did that. I didn't know if it just like got a little further than they wanted it to. <laughs> why are you doing this? Well, I do what you keep you keep letting letting dead silence the movie you got the hair on the, you. dead silence the movie come through. Is that with the puppet? I don't know. I it think is. so. I, I think you're right. I didn't. I, I already knew it was. I was just I, trying I, to I help was make very, you feel good about I, yourself. I was very surprised that uh, you asked me that, and I was like, "There's no way he doesn't know this." Dude, I watched this movie called The Puppet Master. Listen to a death scene in this movie. You ready for this? Is this from Metallica? No. Okay. You ready for this death scene? Yeah. There's a pregnant woman laying in a bed in a hotel room. This puppet, right? He goes under the covers. Her legs are open. He goes in with his claws and digs his way in and goes right in through her vag, right? Goes into her, and then they show him coming out and ripping through her pregnant stomach, holding the fetus, and walks away with it. He just walks away. He's like, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> he's just kind of looking like, hey, what's up, guys? This puppet. I'm like, what the fuck was this? What? The, why did Dude, you watch this? You ever heard of the movie Puppet Master? No. It's like a series. There's like nine of them. No. It was a reboot. No. It's a very popular horror franchise. Oh, yeah, I did hear that. And I thought you did. I did this not. Was a, this was a reboot of it, and I was like, oh, I'll check this movie out. I didn't know it was going to be that fucked up. There was another scene where this guy got his head cut off, and it fell on a toilet, and he was still pissing on it. And then he fell over. 
This is weird. Yeah, it was very weird. I'm weirded out by this. <clears throat> um, so Daniels managed to hit a hit a best moonsault ever at one point, but uh, there was a kick out. Uh, he took a J driller outside the ring, but then he kicked out of that. And then there was another J driller inside the ring, and the Briscoes won by pinfall and retained their tag team championship title mat- matches. The titles. Yes. What'd you give that one? I like that match. I was a big fan of that match. Three. Yeah. It was it was above average. Three. Uh, next we get Sumi Sakai, who is the uh, champion versus Tino Dashwood for the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship. About a minute into the match, when we were sitting there watching, I went online. I found Tino Dashwood's personal email address and sent her a message asking if she'd sit on my face. I'm still waiting <laughs> to hear back. I haven't heard back We'll yet. keep you guys updated. Yeah, we'll keep you posted. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of the Tennille Dashwood. Um, She's better than Alexa Bliss. So, uh, I was listening to uh, the Alvarez show. With, with no Dave. one disagreed. Wait, what'd you say? Nothing. Keep uh, going. With Dave Meltzer. And the episode was entitled The Ring of Honor Review. They started talking about Ring of Honor 47 minutes into the show. <laughs> so, we're doing better. We did way better. Yes. <clears throat> and we're way more insightful, too, than Dave Meltzer. Yeah, he doesn't really... Uh, he, he wasn't really too high on this show. I don't know what his fucking problem was. I thought the show was good, but... So, Tenille did a good job selling her shoulder. She had that weird tape on it. Yeah. At one point... Dude, I thought this was really cool. At one point, she uh, went to use the bad arm to hook Sumi's leg for a pin, but then she couldn't and switched to her good arm to do it, which I thought was a cool little uh, detail. Good catch. Good catch, yeah, Dave. that was really cool. I, uh... What about that fucking... Sub- what was that submission call that she used on Sumi? Where she had her, like, fucking upside down on her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, like was, a, was like a weird modified surf. I don't Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. It was so cool. I love that. I love that. Did, did it excite you? Yeah. Dude, I was excited, too. I, as, a, as a wrestling fan and and, and uh, a, a wrestling male, fan. A male. Yeah. Yes. A human being. Yes. Um, Tenille powerbomb Sumi from the apron to the floor, which is always a rough bump. Mm-hmm. I don't take that. Okay, so at one point, I don't know if you noticed, Tennille did a German suplex, but like barely got Sumi over, and Sumi kind of landed to her side when she did it. I don't know if you caught this. Like yeah. normally a German, they go right over the head. She kind of had trouble lifting or moved her over. Now it looked pretty bad, and I'm not sure if it was a fuck up or it was just done like that on purpose to help sell Tennille's arm, shoulder, yeah, or shoulder. But yeah, either yeah. way, it worked. You know what I mean? It made yeah, it look it worked, like she had wor- trouble lifting her. It worked out. Um, now I, I definitely remember. I don't remember it clearly, but I feel like I remember seeing this and scratching my head about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't put too much into it, but yeah, you're right. It does work either way. Sells yeah. it sells the shoulder if it's real and. Even if it's not, it sells the shoulder. Still works, yeah. Still sells the shoulder. Shoulder um, is sold. Uh, I have a question. So, uh, uh, whenever there's an injury, uh, what did this finish? How how'd this match finish? Did, uh, let's just finish this. You ask your question. Yeah. Sumi gets Tenille in an arm bar, and Tenille passes out from an arm bar. That's, that's what it was. And then Sumi won by referee stoppage, and she is still the champion. So coming in, in there with an arm injury. Yeah. Coming into this match. With the with the the kinetic the kinesio or the 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 Benicio the Fab, Fabio tape or the Benicio del Toro tape yeah um it's Benicio um that does that protect the finish that protects the finish right because if she comes in next time without tape then it's still like possible she wins wait what does that protect Tenille 
Yeah, well, I mean, it gives her a reason to lose. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's pot like story like storyline wise, it's possible she still wins. She well, yeah, can, I mean, can't still win, and we, it wouldn't be like, well, it doesn't make sense that she won this time and lost that time. I mean, either way, like people can lose and win all the time. You know what I mean? But yeah. but what I see what you're saying, like they should, they won and they went into it. Like Sumi was working her arm the whole match, so the fact that she went in with an already injured arm. It would make sense that Simi would take advantage of it, and it's like kind of protects her when she loses because her arm was hurt, and she can argue, well, if I was at a hundred percent, I wouldn't have lost. Storyline wise, you know what I mean? She yeah. Can say that, yeah. Um, but then later in the show, I don't know when it was, we saw Tennille laying down backstage. I think, I guess she was attacked. That, I was, think. that was right after the. I don't think it was right after the Bully Ray match. I think it may have been right after the Bullet Club vs Chaos match in between. Bullet Club vs. Chaos and Lethal vs. Osprey. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who, where they're gonna go with that, but what was your rating for this for the women's match? Two, two. Okay, then. Next, we have the champion Punishment Martinez versus Chris Sabin for the ROH TV Championship. So, uh, I didn't really get much from this one. Uh, there, there was a few cool moves. One of them being uh, from Chris Sabin. Uh, he he's on the top rope and does a. T- uh, a tornado DDT that I thought looked real nice. That's I think it was onto did, onto yeah. a steel chair. Yeah, yeah that's when he did it onto the chair. Um, the first thing I have is Saban gave Bobby Cruz this like cue card or whatever to read for his intro, and it's basically the best ring intro I've ever. Oh, read in my dude, life. I forgot about that. That it was, was really funny. It was so fucking funny. That was really funny. Um, there were so many times when I was taking notes. I don't know why I did it in this show where I was taking notes and I got well. I was watching the show, and I got halfway through the match. I'm like, "Fuck!" I, I I forgot I was taking notes, and I had to like try to remember what my notes were for the first half of each match. Um, there was one point where the where the ref kept avoiding getting hit. I think it was like three times. He almost got hit. He almost got, he almost got hit. And then right after that, yeah. Martinez just like shoved him down, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, he teased the hit, and then yeah. he just straight up goes for it. So uh, Martinez hits the psycho driver, followed by the silencer, and then his super duper choke slam. And he Martinez won by pinfall, and he is still the champ. I thought, wait, I thought it finished with Jeff Cobb coming in, and Jeff Cobb was like, I'm the champ now, and he had the TV title. He came after the match was over. Oh. He didn't win the TV title then? No. No. Okay. What are you talking about? I wasn't sure. Let's keep going. (laughs) All right. Oh, boy. So after that, Cobb comes out and saves Saban from a face stomp into a chair. Uh, Martinez pretends to take a powder, but runs back in and then hits Martinez with a chair shot to the back, which Cobb no-sold, had no effect. And then Cobb left Martinez laying, setting up for their match eventually they would have, I suppose. More on that later. (laughs) That's what I was alluding to. Yeah, I knew you were. Excellent. Um, What did you give it? uh, That was a two-star match. Really? It really didn't do much for me. I, I, I'm trying to be a little more held back on my three-star matches because I feel if I just start to give any match that's, like, not... Like, just because I like one or two things, I don't want to give it three stars. Because yeah, it, like, it, it takes away from the matches that deserve the three stars. I can't argue. It makes perfect sense to me. Uh, next up, we got Bully, Bully Ray Cyrus and Silas Ray Bully. Um versus Colt and uh, Flip. Colt and Flip. In? A tag team match. In a tag team. Table match. Yeah, it's kind of vital. <laughs> it's kind of important here. 
and the tag team. I knew what you match. meant the first time, and I'm like, I'm just gonna elude it. Dick hole. Yes, dude. Bully is such a great heel. Yeah, like, dude. I, I'm a I'm a smart fan. I know you're supposed to boo Bully. I still I enjoy not liking him and watching yeah. him get his comeuppance. It's like I'm supposed to. He does a great job. And dude, I thought he cut a great fucking promo before the match. Where he fucking gives the middle finger with the fucking WWE Hall of Fame ring upside down. Yeah, uh, that was cool. Um, it made and also it made for like a very unique package. Like it wasn't your typical like package before a match because it had him doing like a promo over top of it, which I thought was pretty cool. It was very it made it more mm-hmm. unique than just your normal. I'm gonna watch a package and then watch the match. Yeah, it, it definitely wasn't your your your. It was better than your average two inch package, which yeah, is yeah, average yeah. is yeah. two yeah. inches. Two inch can get the job done sometimes. That's, a, that's average. So Flip was hitting uh, the yes kicks on Bully. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah. Thank God it wasn't Bree doing it. Bully would be uh, out. Dead. Yeah. A Rick a boner came down at some point. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, to mm-hmm. lend a hand to Colt. By that I mean he did nothing at all. Do you, do you think they had Caprice on the mic so that they would have? Uh, never mind. They could just literally have anyone there. I had I had a theory about this, Dude, and as soon as you started saying it, I was like, I think I'm gonna say they could have had anyone doing this. Yeah. Before you even. It just it, it, it popped in my head right now. <laughs> um, Cole goes through the timekeeper table at ringside and is eliminated. Uh, at one point, in the, in Silas and Bully started fighting each other. What I found, I found that pretty funny. And yeah, just, like I started laughing when they started beating each other. I, I I don't think I've seen much of that since I've started watching. Uh, have you ever seen? I'm assuming there's been times where uh, tag like, team partners yeah. have fought before. Though. Yeah. Um, dude, I'm making a movement that we. Uh, I, I'm gonna move that we uh, replace the word continuity with Alexa Blicity. <laughs> Um, just because I don't want to hear the word continuity come from Ian Riccoboni anymore. Especially since it's being used incorrectly every time he fucking yes. says it. Dude, I was down on myself and looked up the definition. I was like, yeah, he's still wrong. Okay. Like, it was I, really... I, I also started to doubt myself. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it still sounds stupid, so I don't care. It doesn't make any sense. So we're going to just use the word alexablicity for alexablicity. now. Alexablicity. Man, she's hot. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> there's, so so there at one point there's a table leaning against one of the corners and flip flip runs up it and does a flip which was pretty awesome yeah it was cool um then bully goes through the table and he gets eliminated and then the ref gets bumped and is out and flip puts silas through a table with a 450 splash uh bully gets up knocks flip out and then moves silas and places flip onto the destroyed table the ref then wakes up and sees Flip on the destroyed table and rings the bell. Bully and Silas win by cheating is what I have right. here. So I, I did enjoy this match a lot, okay. let me tell you. And, and okay. it, it probably would have put, possibly could have pushed its way to a four. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed this match I, a lot, I, too. But yeah, just remember I said I enjoyed this match a lot. But I sometimes get really annoyed with these dirty finishes like this. Especially since I know for a fact I've seen before refs from the come out from the back and be like, "Wait, that's not how it happened. Here's a replay. Let's watch a replay." I'm like, yeah. "Why? Sto- storytelling wise, you should be able to do that at any given moment." Now, I also thought it was dumb that the ref. I thought it was dumb that the ref would just call without having seen it. Yeah, I think that too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, why you didn't see him go through? But the thing that I kind of forgave it was the fact that like. ROH doesn't really do like screw job finishes that often. You know what I mean? If this was WWE, it'd be way more harmful because every other finish is a bullshit finish. 
Like, dude, whenever we were, like, talking about their last pay-per-view, there's probably, like, half of more, like, stupid finishes that were bullshit. But they usually don't do them, so that was, kind of wasn't as bad wasn't for me. Wasn't there another screw job finish they just did recently? Because I remember when I watched this and they did that, I was like, they, they've been doing a lot of these recently. I don't remember. I mean, there could have there's been, been a, There's been at least one other one. I mean, there's was, been, like, recent. there's been people cheating. Like, I wonder if that's it. I mean, like, Kenny King has been cheating to win. He did it, like, no, in the that's last not couple. What I mean. Something there's something weird like that. Oh fuck! I wish I could think of it. Um, but another uh, one last thing I have about this is dude, oh, dude, the no. fucking the the six man belts. The when when Cody the, and the Bucks yeah, won? wasn't one of it wasn't someone the wrong person tagged in. Wasn't it wasn't someone else legal or was that just David making up excuses? Because since it's happened, I've been thinking that. That person wasn't legal. So yeah, I think it was, fucked. but I mean, it wasn't like... I see what you're saying, but it wasn't like something where like... I mean, it, it was the kingdom. They're bad guys, and it was just like yeah. the wrong... I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think it was like either Matt or Nick wasn't the right one, and then the kingdom was saying it yeah. afterwards or something. Yeah, and I, I think know. the commentator even was like, yeah, they are right. This this, this is right or wrong. And I'm like, why is nobody saying anything to the ref? That could have just been a fuck-up too, though. Uh, just a, a writing fuck up and the the well, commentators. Well, just a fuck up in as much as like they just didn't pay attention because there were so many people and they oh, might, okay. they might have not tagged and or something. And they brushed past it. Yeah, but then again, I don't know that that would be the case because I don't know that the, the kingdom would be purposely pointing it out if that happened. Yeah, no. Yeah. You immediately made me doubt myself and then undoubt myself in like <laughs> yeah. five seconds. Yeah, I'm great. Um, so Tito, dude, Tito called this finish from the mic, from I'm a sorry. mile away. Like we're sitting there. Flip hasn't even set up the table yet to put Silas on, and he goes, I bet that he puts him through a table, and then he fucking moves him out of the way and puts him there, and they get screwed. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, really? I knew something weird was happening with Bully. I, I, I wouldn't have guessed what, but yeah. like, I knew something weird was happening with Bully since he went out first. I'm like, why would they put Bully out first, especially with the, that he's been the whole fucking story for this. Yeah, it, was, it, makes it, was, no it, was, it was the most impressive prediction. Um, after the match, when the uh, the ring guy was sweeping up, the crowd was chanting "You sweep," which was pretty funny. Yeah, you sweep, you sweep. No, they were chanting "To sweep." They're saying "You sweep." No, they were saying, "Were they?" Yeah, I just, I guess either of it would made would have made sense, but yeah. Yeah, they're chanting "You sweep,", sweep. which I thought was sweep. pretty funny. To sweep, to sweep. Um, so what's our next match? Cause too sweet, you know. I but, like, you it. just change one letter. Well, they're also going to you sweep. They're doing the woot-woot, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they did do that. Woot-woot. Wait, so what's the next match? Well, I gave that one three stars, but I said that already. You did All say right. that. Next up is a 37-person tag team match between the Bullet Club and Chaos. It's a 10, man. Get it, out of town. It was town. 10. Get out of here. That's, like, 27 less than what I said, so that's not yeah, too far off. It's quite removed. different. It's quite different. It's not too far removed, though. Um, I there were definitely some some. That was my Okada entrance. Oh, I get it, cause it does the thing and then he comes out. Yeah. Nah, Can you name nah, anyone nah. that was in this match? Uh, it was. <laughs> all right, the best friends, Ishi, Okada. Oh. Rocky sucks. Rocky, Rocky was in there. Yes. And then the the Bullet Club Elite being the, the Young Bucks, Cody, uh, Marty, and Adam Page. He did it. 
So did you notice that Skrull's robe in his new shirt just says Villain Enterprise instead of Villain Club? Yeah, I saw that shirt online. I thought it was really cool. Interesting. Do you think he's getting kicked out? I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird. Like everyone else has something club and his is just Villain Enterprise. So much weird stuff going on around him. Maybe he's going to WWE. There's some other weird things in this match too that uh, I will point out. TikTok. At some point. Um... So Aldis was on commentary during the match. I thought he did a pretty great job. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did like him on commentary. I will admit he he was a bit of a a, a human plug though. He, yeah. he just plugged about every everything he could get his hands on. He plugged one thing. He plugged the book. He plugged what the book. He plugged the book. He's like now you, you yeah uh, it can now be found at uh, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, or any See, book retail. I'm, I'm about. like, dude, you sound just like a fucking commercial. What book was it? It was very early on. I, I think he wrote a book. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I just remember him plugging the match, which is why he was there. Yeah, he was plugging the match. Yeah, he was just there for a lot of plugging. A lot of butt plugging. A lot of a lot of book and match plugging. Book and match plugging. Uh, I thought it was funny when he mentioned how Earl Hebner had a senior moment at All In. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he threw up the X with his arms instead of uh, counting out Cody like he should have when he laid out there three to four minutes. I'm like, he's got a valid point. He's not wrong. <laughs> and then he was mentioned how Brandy came in and was covering up Cody was interference and it shouldn't have been allowed. Once again, that's a valid point. And he even pointed out when it was happening during the match. Yeah. Because it happened again. She came in. Yeah, he's doing a good job, so... So in the beginning of the match, uh, Marty tags in, so it's him and Okada. And if you watch, Nick looks at Cody and points at his watch, and you can see him say the words more time, which was fucking hilarious. And then Cody points at his watch too, kind of making fun of the whole Marty uh, and Okada went over time. At the yeah, I didn't even catch that. That was a good spot on, on you. You're, you're the eyes. detail guy. I have eyes. I, I don't know, maybe. And maybe. I sometimes open them. I also sometimes open them, but I also At have to... At different moments. Sometimes. You had yours closed sometimes, and I had mine some, open. Sometimes I'm watching children as I'm watching these. Child. A child. I should say child. You're calling Ashley a child, too. No, she Are was at home. you watching them both? She was in home. home? <laughs> I have to make sure they don't, like, I don't know, like... like oh, what an awkward moment. I walked into the bathroom on a kid on a fucking toilet today. It was very awkward. Dude, everywhere. that happened to me, and the dad was just standing there and just looked at me, and was like, it's occupied. I'm like, why were didn't they, you lock were, the fucking door? Indian? No. Oh. That's even weirder. Just... Well, I, I go to open the door because I'm just checking to make sure the bathrooms don't need clean, and I go to open it, and there's just this little kid just sitting there, like, moving her legs, having a good time, sitting on the toilet, and I'm like, what oh, the Oh, what the hell? And I was like, this is fucked, and I was like, she's like, oh, we're in, and I was like, I'm sorry, and I just walked away. And then I went back with my video camera. <laughs> That part didn't happen. And then you went to jail, and then they had to take you take you out, and now you're now we're here. No, we're recording via Skype through the prison line, <laughs> through um, through the uh, the yeah, the toilet bowl. So did you uh, did you see uh, Ishi do do a fucking Dude, flip off the top? That throat. was the highlight of the fucking match. <laughs> the the stone pit bull take, yeah. taking a yeah, jump this, from the top this rope. Ishii we're talking about, and, like it was ridiculous, dude. Um. There was a five-man super kick to Rocky, which was cool. Yeah. They really killed him. He's dead. Mm, what, what, what you got on I don't have a lot. Right. Um, there was um, a, a funny moment where Marty grabs Ishii's hand to do the finger break, and Ishii just looks at him and gives him like this slow headbutt, which I thought was really funny. He's just like... <laughs> it was really fucking funny. Just, a, just like a slow leaning. Yeah, it was good. Um, okay, so throughout this match... 
The Bullet Club Elite missed and accidentally hit each other six fucking times. It <laughs> happened a lot. And they even pointed out on commentary, too, which got me a little a tad worried. But um, the, the, the Bullet Club... They're going to break up. Well, the Bullet Club seemed fine afterwards, so my, my, I was a little alleviated. But, I mean, it happened a lot. You think they just did it for no reason? I mean, eh. Uh, Hopefully they're not planting the seeds for something later. I don't yeah, know. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I think it's just... Uh, I mean, they're very detail-oriented with their show and everything they do. Yeah, they really are, though. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, uh, Aldis announced his match with Cody for the NWA title would be a two out of three falls match. Um, Skrull did what looked like almost a falcon arrow into the chicken wing, which was really cool. And then the Bullet Club Elite won by submission. Yeah. And we even got the Bolt Club music afterwards, which was yeah, great. Yeah, that's always good to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love that how throughout this match, uh, uh, fucking Marty just wanted uh, to, to tag up against uh, Okada. And like as soon as like he finally got in to go against Okada, Okada's just like, and Rocky. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, Okada's a pussy. Yeah, I, I like this match. It was a three-star a nice three three star classic three mel three Dave sparkle sparkle Dave three sparkle Dave's. that's what next we, we have Jay Lethal the champion versus Will Osprey for the Ring of Honor World Championship. <clears throat> you know what I noticed in this match whenever um I think it was early on uh, I think Jay Le- I think Jay Lethal was doing his dives and Osprey went flying over into the crowd and he's just laying there they got no security out there like. I mean, WB always has guys. Even New Japan has their young boys out there moving people back. Osprey's just laying there in the crowd, taking a nap. Dude, like, what if like like some dude just runs over and just like pulls his balls out and just sits him on his fucking face or something? <laughs> like, you can't do anything. That'd be you can pretty just, funny. You can just do it. You can just put your balls on Osprey if you wanted to. It's kind of weird. Yeah, know. it. Uh, you are intriguing me with your ball, ball, ball speaking. I mean, they're cock too, really. What's to limit them to just put their balls on there? There's no one stopping them to do that. What the fuck are you doing? Lining up the Paw Patrols. Ugh. Um. Oh, this this spot was really cool. There's a spot where uh, outside the ring, where Osprey moves out of the way and Lethal accidentally super kicks Bobby Cruz. Cruz throws the belt belt up in the air and Osprey fucking catches it, which was really yep. cool. Was that fun? Yeah, I'd say that was planned. I mean, Ugh, I don't know why else he was just standing there holding the belt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like That's fair. It's normally sitting on the table. Um, and then he was trying to decide if he should hit Osprey or hit uh, Lethal or not, and he, he didn't, you know, because he's a man's man, you know? Yeah. Um, you, uh, there, there's, uh, there's some amazing commentating by Caprice Coleman talking about how much everyone's hands and, and, and legs weighed throughout the match. <laughs> What's Osprey's hands weighing in at? I, I, I don't know. Like that's gotta hurt. He has some big, big, big hands. A lot of weight on those hands. I'm like, <laughs> what? How do you know? Maybe he was holding how much their hands. Maybe weigh? he was holding quarters. He, like not once, but twice. He he talked about people's hands and how much they weigh. I'm like, why? Why are you doing this? There was a scary spot in this match. What was it? Uh, the scary spot in this match was the. Uh, the ladder spot. That ladder yeah. spot was scary. You miss it. You miss your head hits like something fucking bad, and you, Dude, you're they dead. Kind of, they kind of tricked me. I thought they fucked up at first because, like, whenever he pulls the ladder out, I'm like, that ladder is small. It's a and little the, ladder. The thing I thought was really funny was when Rick Boner, Rick Boner he goes, uh, "Yeah, they, they, we have that ladders under there so we can help to set up the lighting fixtures and everything above the ring." I'm like, 
the fuck are you reaching with that ladder, dude? I didn't even think about that. Like, <laughs> that ladder is like three feet fucking tall. I th- I thought there was a fuck up because it looked like Jay Lethal was trying to like this is pull, what I was gonna say pull next. the fucking gates apart, I but he, he couldn't. Trying, I thought he was no, I thought he was trying to pull it in and lay it across the guardrail in the ring. Yeah, that's what I thought he was trying to do, and he kept pulling it, and it wouldn't. I was like, oh. Maybe it's just not long enough, but it looks like that's what they were planning yeah, I have, I have after you set it up. I hope shit like that happens in front of us at our show. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm going to try to do at our show? I'm going to try to yell at Silas Young like I don't like him, even though I do, just to try to get him to talk shit to me like he does to the fans when he comes out when he's like, you're a pathetic excuse for a man. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to try to do. That's my plan. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work because I think he's going to come down the right side and he's not going to come over to us because we're on the left. Some people, Dude, whenever I was at that stage at Isha last time, almost everybody came left right in front of where we're going to be sitting. Like when they came down for their entrance. This is really Tons exciting. of them dude, did. I'm so excited for that. Yeah. I just want to see people like walk by us and be like, hey, you're, you're, we're on TV. We're all on TV so right be, now. You're going to do stupid chance, right? Uh, I'll do whatever. I'll, I'll be down. you got to start them, though. Am I allowed to beer at this? Yeah, I, I can. Okay, yeah. as long as as long as I have like one at the beginning and one in the middle, I think I'll be good. I just bring eighty dollars to pay for them. They're not that bad. I've been I've been to the fucking. Uh, it was a joke game. Oh, I was gonna say it. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's a forty dollar beer. It's AJE. Well, I, I I didn't think even they were that bad, but oh fuck, yeah, that have... mosquito is freaking me out, man. Yeah, I would kill that right now. It's gonna bite you when you're asleep. Those big ones don't bite. It's the little ones that bite. I know. It might take your DNA, and they're gonna clone you down the road <laughs> after it lands in. Dino DNA. Rhino DNA. Right. Wait. Wait a second. Were you there for the rhino? Yeah. DNA? Yeah. <laughs> Who was there with us? Was that, was that Josh? I don't fucking. No, it was Gideon. It was Gideon. Josh was there. It was all four of us. Okay. Yeah. Rhino DNA. Rhino DNA. You know me and Gideon are gonna might do a podcast. Oh really? We're gonna talk about nothing. Oh, we're, that's cool. <laughs> we're gonna have, we have a plan just to have nothing planned. That's a great idea. I'm sure it'll be very entertaining. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It'll be very entertaining. Um, oh yeah, this match. So Lethal reverses a top rope Hurricane Rana. They're both standing on the top. He fucking reverses it into a sit down power bomb, which is pretty badass. Then Lethal hits the Lethal injection. G Lethal wins by pinfall and is still the champ. And then post match, how much did their hands weigh though? Fourteen point three pounds. <laughs> After the match, Vinny Marseglia and TK Orion come down to beat some folk up, and then Matt Taven comes down and pulls off his hood, revealing a shaved head with a mohawk. Yeah, I like it. Well, I, like I, I, I should have. I, well, I mean, I knew. Weeks ago, he was in a hair versus hair match for CMLL. Oh. And I assumed he was going to lose based on who I remember he was fighting. I don't remember who it is now, but I was like, he's probably going to lose. So when he pulled it off, I was like, well, I guess he lost that match. So, um, But then he had a bag with him, and I immediately got excited because the moment I saw that bag, I was like, dude, he's got the fucking belt with him. Remember they teased that months yeah. ago? Yeah, yeah. I was like, we're finally going to fucking see it. And he pulled out his purple-strapped ROH World Championship. Yeah. He so- is the real champion. Real. He's the real world champion. So, why wait? Why wasn't he, though? He is. Yeah, but like, why is there a dispute? Because Lethal has it for some reason, but it's Matt Taven's. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm on. I'm, I'm on board now. Just to clear this up. I just want to. I want to know if there's like a moment where everyone was like, "Hey, this is why Jay Lethal has it." Oh uh, well, Matt Taven was supposed to what? Because he won it. Matt Taven was supposed to. Uh, <laughs> Matt Taven was supposed to get a uh, a one on one match with Dalton Castle. Remember when we first started watching? What about the first show we reviewed? He was supposed to have a one on one match with Dalton Castle, and Dalton Castle was injured, so it just got canceled. And he never got his one on one match. I'm like, oh what the fuck? fuck yeah, yeah! He never got that match. And then uh, I think something else might have happened too, where he got "quote unquote" screwed. It'd be really funny if, whenever he finally gets his title shot, that's when Dalton Castle returns, and he's like, "Guess what? I'm back for my belt, boys." That'd be funny. Yeah. And it could happen. So I just realized. I bet the whole reason they did that whole Nick and the, the whole thing where um, the wrong person won the the six man titles was to further the kingdom's whole like conspiracy thing. Remember? The conspiracy. Yeah, their whole gimmick is this conspiracy against them. And blah. That's probably why they did that. Because he talks about he keeps... Okay, you're a jackass. <laughs> Does that mean we're getting purple six-man title belts? I sure hope so. Me too. Well, that's it. We're done. That's All it. Right. That's the end of the show. That is it. That's a wrap. This has been our, our Ring of Honor review. Um, the next, the Coming up next, we're going to be dropping very shortly... Maybe in a day or two, the the New Japan show, the Fighting Unleashed Spirits or something. It's better than Old Japan. Yeah, we're doing that next. So uh, make sure you guys follow us on the on the YouTube's, comment on the YouTube's, comment on our Twitters at BreakroomBS1. Our YouTube is BreakroomBS. Do all that and uh, listen to all our stuff and give us money too. You can do that still. Don't forget about our money. Money. Give us money. So uh, yeah, we'll be back with uh, some other later with some New Japan. Money.